Hey, everybody. We are back. It is week 15 of the Soda City sit-down. I like 15. I like all that, these episodes that are divisible by five. That's a really weird intro, but that's just how I am. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that guy, I realized right when it came, it, it was weird. It was weird, but you know what? We're going to stick with it. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, yeah, so it, we are here. It is week 15, uh, episode 15. Um, we are still in the middle of the coronavirus quarantine. I was about to say, it feels like week 15 of the coronavirus. Yeah, I was, yeah, that's very true. It feels like it's week 115 of the <laughs> coronavirus quarantine. Uh, I guess we'll start out, um, same thing as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't already, we're at the SE sit down. Uh, we are on, I, or we're on Apple podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to listen to us on Apple podcasts, please, please, please subscribe, rate, review, all of that stuff. Uh, we prefer you to leave good ratings and reviews, but please rate honestly. We would appreciate that as well. Uh, and, uh, so I guess... You know, in week 15 of quarantine, how's everyone doing? We we, we holding in there? We're, we're surviving. We're trying to run out of content. We're trying to do the best we will We will invent can. content for as long as we need. <laughs> this is one of the best times for a Soda City sit down and creating content. We've had some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. We're yeah, getting I've been, started I've been out here. spending my free time making videos for the Twitter account and doing whatever I can graphically to... Uh, the the video of the the mic buzzing that was such a good video. Yeah, I had I had a couple people texting me that uh, follow our account and uh, was was um, praising that they thought it was awesome. pretty good. So. Yeah, I woke up one morning and I was like, I could just like use pictures for whatever you guys talk about, and then like you know try to try to you know just do it visually as best I can, and it ended up being really yeah. so fun. Yeah, that was well done, Marina. That was hilarious. Thank very you. good, very good. Appreciate it. But yeah, so um. Is everybody get everybody have any new shows to watch on Netflix? I guess we we all finished up Tiger King. Some of us watched uh, that extra episode, which was a waste of time. Waste of time, absolutely. Yeah. Time. I don't know. It was good to get some follow up, get but here, it was like Clayton. it was not <laughs> enough. It was not enough. That wasn't even a real follow up. That was Joe McHale making jokes about everybody to their face. It was kind of yeah. funny. Does <laughs> anybody watch uh, people? Anybody watch Ozark? Season three just came out. Uh, no, but I watched a, a scene from the, the guy, the bipolar guy in the back of the car. And I thought that was pretty good. Good actor. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay. Well, that's probably a show. That's probably a show. I'll start. <laughs> yeah, I, definitely <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Matt I had seen know. the show. Maybe not. I mean, I have, I still okay. don't, I don't know. Uh, I just started. The thing. I, I just want to go back to Tiger King real fast. Uh, I'm going to out myself here with this a little bit, but, uh, they really, what they should have done to make that the best episode of all time was uh, anybody here see the bachelor, you know, the end of the season, they have their women tell all men tell all type of episode where everyone comes back and then it turns into a shit show with, you know, everybody, all the contestants yelling at each other for all the drama that goes on. They should have done that, that exact that same thing. Pretty good. I'm I'm sad. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I, 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 you know I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But I, that sounds like a about. great thing that they could do. Hey Matt, you watching? Uh, you that would have been the hilarious. Bachelor show, dude. That nah. show looks like I know trash. Hannah is. Hey, yeah. hey, is that the like singing one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the singing one. Yeah, I'm not watching. So guess what? Guess what? I'm watching it. You don't know why I'm watching it? Because you like reasons. Because you hate yourself. 
Two reasons. Because that show is absolute trash, but it's amazing <laughs> trash. And it's an absolute, absolute, it just perfect show. And, you know, I liked, I, I just needed something to, like, get my attention onto during the quarantine. And, and I was like, you know what? This trash show is going to be the same thing Tiger King did, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it so much. And so I watched it. I was like, okay, you know, it's it's a little, it's bad, but I will, I'll keep going. And Mary Catherine was just not feeling it. So that aired on Monday. Tuesday, she's talking to her mom, who had been talking to her her aunt. And uh, apparently one of the contestants on the show, one of the girls, is Mary Catherine's cousin's ex-girlfriend. So we're going to watch the entire season now. Oh, wow. You got to you got to lose us then. So we're a, a bachelor, we're a bachelor podcast now. We're no, a bachelor no, 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 podcast, no. boys. <laughs> okay, only Tyler no, watches please, it. Please, yeah. Tyler will bring it up every week now. Hey, yeah. I will give Hey, if y'all want, I'll give a review every week. I'll take notes. I'll do uh, it. That's okay. Okay. I'll still do it. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink is a podcast, but I'm I'm uh, winking over here, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah. So hey, and for that reason, watch, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> so I'm sorry, uh, Tyler, guess... but you did not get a rose. Sorry, Tyler's audio got <laughs> muted this week. I don't know what happened, but uh, I couldn't fix the audio. It's weird, crazy. All right. So since y'all are obviously not feeling that idea for some crazy <laughs> reason, I guess we'll get back more on brand, and uh, next week is the NFL Draft. The NFL Draft, the only sporting event, uh, if you want to call it that, that is happening ever, ever that's again. That's good TV content. Compared to The Bachelor, I yes. would disagree. What? But compared wrong. to... Wrong. Compared to... Wrong. As Tyler I'm so excited wrong. for this draft. I Maybe so compared excited. to CNBC? <laughs> sure, sure. It's quality content. We have sports. Yes. We have sports. We do have sports. We do have sports. And the Soda City sit-down, or at least the majority of the members of the Soda City sit-down, have made mock drafts. Um, I do not follow the draft as tightly. Uh, I don't know, but like Ooh. five players. I know. I know. Fake fan. I'm not a fake fan. <laughs> I just I just don't follow that intently with all the team needs and every single individual person. Off, I don't want to know the name of every offensive and defensive lineman in the league or in college <laughs> football. And that's what you have to know to be able to do mock drafts, I feel like. And I just – I don't have that interest level. I'm more, you know, wanting to watch The Bachelor. So I am going to have a talk. More, I'm going to be more of a moderator <laughs> in this discussion. <laughs> I'm going to be more of a moderator in this discussion. But we have uh, – we've put uh, at least uh, the other guys outside of myself have put together their – their picks for the entire first round. Um, of course, this is how the order that we've gone in is how uh, the the draft standing is as of right now. We we know that there's probably going to be a lot of trades. We fully anticipate it to be a wild first round, uh, and we will probably touch on that in little areas when they come up. But uh, for the time being, we're just going to run it through one to thirty-two the way it stands on the draft board as we speak. And uh, and we'll kick it off. I guess we have uh, Matt with his pick coming up first. I think the first pick with the Bengals is going to be easy, but I think we'll let everyone take this away. Uh, yeah. So basically, just before I guess I get into this first one, we're we're running this through the NFL mock draft simulator by the Draft Network. Um, they're hosting 
basically if you get 22 out of 32 picks correct, which honestly it sounds like it's not too hard, and then you think about how like crazy the draft is every time, and it's like, yeah, that's probably never going to happen. But we're going for it anyway, and so shout out to the Draft Network. Um, but yeah, number one, I, I really hope we get this one right. Uh, if it was betting on who would make that pick, I would probably still go with the Bengals, but uh, I think we we may all agree that Joe Burrow is that pick. Yep. Yep. Think across the board, all best four of us season have... of college football Joe ever. Burrow. Yeah. He's got yeah, that, number one. That one seems pretty clear. I, yeah. I can't imagine that changes. Um, I mean, I could I could see a world where they like did something weird and would pick like Chase Young and just do like just throw everybody off or maybe they'd pick a completely different quarterback but i just think burrow's the best quarterback available and that's what they need do you really see that clayton or are you just talking no i could actually see i mean i i would find it hard to believe that they would pick someone other than burrow uh but i could see them taking chase young he's an ohio kid i feel like like all the all the writings in the wall for him to go to cincinnati right now yeah, that's true. I forgot he was from Ohio and started at Ohio State. But you know, even even if they do want Chase Young, they're going to make it like they're going to go for Joe Burrow just to see if the Dolphins are going to trade up for number one. Because if it's I think that's if more it's likely Chase Young they get or like three huge picks, they're going to take the three huge picks. So it's like they they'll definitely play some mind games. Even though we have the capital, I don't see Miami actually doing it. I think the most likely option other than Burrow going one is Miami going one. I see that more likely than the Bengals selecting anyone other than Joe Burrow. Right. But yeah, uh, consensus across the board, all four of us with Joe Burrow. Uh, similarly, at number two, the whether or not it's the Redskins, um, Chase Young across the board, um, elite pass rusher. Uh, I the only person I could really guess that the Redskins would take is if they wanted to pull a Cardinals from last year and maybe take a quarterback, unless someone True. else trades. That up. would screw up the whole thing. Yeah, that would yeah. really shuffle everything. I, 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 I can only happen, see that but... if Chase Young goes one, then I could see them taking Burrow. But I mean, any other quarterback, I'm I'm not super high on the all the other quarterbacks, honestly. I don't know how high I am, honestly, on Burrow because, you know, Burrow what, did have the greatest season by a college quarterback ever last year, but he didn't do that in the other, like every other year that he was a starter. So I, I would be interesting, it'd be interesting to see what he does in the NFL. I do think he'll succeed, but, and I do think he's the best quarterback available, but that is like the one fallback that i have on burrow is that he only did it last year particularly when you realize he's going from that elite lsu offense to the cincinnati yeah. Bengals. he's yeah. got aj green baby summer uh, bread. that man is washed no, eh, no no that's disrespectful he yes. is so washed i wouldn't say that about a <laughs> spring valley native in the nfl you could uh, who would name one Spring Valley native from the exactly. NFL? Exactly. And I Christian Miller. Christian Miller. <laughs> I know there was a Shout Valley out to the Panthers. Say so yeah, Panthers, Alabama. Is so much uh, better. What? No. Uh, so much all right. Better. Okay. I've got, a, I've got a picture. We're way off track. We we're are supposed off to be track. the moderator. 
Yeah, yeah you're right. You're what right. happened? <laughs> okay. I'm so we all okay, agreed on the first two. <laughs> third pick. Third pick so, is a little bit different. Yeah, I went with Jeffrey Okuda along with Austin and Clayton Marino. I went with Derek Brown. I think he's the best D-line guy on the board, um, Bias. Uh, which uh, may disagree with. I am biased. I am better biased. than Chase Young. We got a real Homer Simpson over here. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, guess Chase Young. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I forgot Edge was a D. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but listen, all I remember is uh, the last time the Lions picked uh, a first round D line guy that was really good was Nick Fairley, also from Auburn. So I figure maybe they're gonna try to strike lightning twice and go for another big D line guy. Uh, which has some similar kind of like physical stats in terms of like, uh, you know, his size and strengths. So I figure, dude, Derek Brown, he's definitely going to go top five. Uh, so I thought maybe they'd try to jump in early and get him. Marino so, just, uh, sees, uh, just sees Tua moving in the background and is hoping to get a Auburn guy off the board first for bragging ah. rights. <laughs> yeah. hey, him in the Iron Bowl, we're going to beat him in the draft. So everything, from everything I, I've seen, Marino's uh, also the only guy having Derek Brown go in the top five. But that's true. <laughs> but everyone's wrong. From, so <laughs> from everything that I've seen, just watching him play, and from everything I've read, Akuda to me as well is honestly the best corner prospect I've seen since Ramsey and Patrick Peterson. Um, Ramsey's is the best. So I. I I just don't see him getting out of the top three. The Lions just traded Darius Slay to the Eagles, so that's a big loss there. Uh, they added Trufant, who's well out of his prime. They've got um, Adam Thielen and Devontae Adams that they've got to cover, so I think that they need all the help they can get. Yeah, I pretty much retweet I all mean, of that. Yeah, but Derek Brown's also a uh, defensive line is also in need for the Lions, but I, I agree, Okuda. It's, it's a so it's a 3-1, so the SCS uh, will draft Jeffrey Okuda to the Lions coming up next. That's a we have choice. the Giants. This is where we we all go different. <laughs> yeah, this, this is an interesting. Well, pick most of us went offensive tackle, which makes sense. Uh, Matt was the only one who went with a linebacker. Uh, so you with I think the Simmons. popular pick here is Isaiah Simmons because of yeah. how good he is. But realistically, if you look at what the Giants need, I mean, they have a second-year quarterback who fumbled the ball a lot and you know was was under pressure a lot. And the Giants have a habit of kind of doing things out of the ordinary with Gettleman over there. So I think OT isn't actually as as off target as some might think. Well, okay. So here's what I have to say about Gettleman. Gettleman likes big players. He likes his hog mollies, as he likes to call them. Hog? What's a hog molly? Uh, he basically, they're like really big players. That's why, <laughs> and the fact that the Giants have always had a terrible, or not always, the past few years, the Giants have had a really bad offensive line. I feel like they, they're they trying to buff it up for, uh, like the rest of their offense, I think, is good, other than their offensive line. So I think if they get some help there, they could actually be looking decent. <laughs> So I looked up Hog Molly. A Hog Molly is a very large, obese man who plays on the <laughs> offensive line in college football. So yeah, I mean, that's about right. So Clayton, that's actually like a really good explanation for like your pick because Becton is, from what I've heard, not as good as at like actually being an offensive lineman as some of the other guys that are in the that are projected first rounders. Right. 
but he is the definition of a hog molly. He is giant. He's a big boy. He is. He is a big boy. He, All right, so Isaiah Simmons, I'll, I'll just put this out there. The three of you, I actually, I actually like that y'all put offensive line in there, but to me, the only reason that I think an offensive lineman goes that high is through a trade. I don't think the Giants will take an offensive line with the fourth overall pick. I think Isaiah Simmons just – like so many players, and like I'm biased because I just – like there's so many Clemson players that I've just thought were overrated – Isaiah Simmons is absolutely not overrated. He is so good. Like he was the best defensive player in the playoffs by a long shot. Even I thought, I, to be honest, I thought that <laughs> yeah. no, like seriously, like truly, I think he had better vision than anybody. Like he reminded me of, I don't even know. Like everything he did was, he was just the one guy that was always in the right place. I don't know. I, I really think that you can't pass up on his talent. If somebody trades up, I could see an offensive lineman being taken, and maybe he drops to the Panthers, which I know Clayton has down on his list, which we'll get to. Um, but I just I think the Giants have to take him. But uh, it's, a, it's four different things, unless someone wants to change their vote to a specific person. Uh, I mean, what was interesting is we all, said, we all had a different O-lineman, too. I don't know if that was just yeah. based on – what yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know that much about the offensive line. I just, I mean, Tristan Wirfs. I, like I, I've heard guy. the most about him. I think Wirfs might be the best, like actual what you would call a lineman, quote unquote. Yeah. I know Thomas is good on both sides of the ball. He's got a lot of experience. He comes from Georgia. You know, they breed pretty good offensive linemen there too. Um, Beckton is. I mean, if Gettleman likes those, what is it, hog mollies or whatever yeah, you just call them? Mollies. I mean, Beckton is that. <laughs> he is literally that. That dude is. He is massive. Um, but I, I think I think Jones needs help on the O line, and I think it's a smart decision. But I, I mean, I don't think you can be upset at all if they get Simmons. I think that's a great choice. But all right, so, so I guess we send it to so. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, what do you think? Oh, over what position? Or what player? <laughs> I thought I was player. two two ties. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't know much about all of this. Uh, I do like what Matt said um, in response to Clayton's pick. And I kind of have to think that makes the most sense. I'm I'm going with Beckton here. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. All right. On to our Miami Dolphins. Miami Tua, Dolphins. except if you're Miami playing. Dolphins. Um, yeah, it's going to be Tua. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Two or bust. It was, it was, it was trending. It was hashtagged. It was said throughout the whole year. It was tank for Tua. Yeah, yes, it wasn't all for nothing. It I feel like all three Tua. of us are on the same page except for Clayton. So yeah, I gotta so, know. I gotta know what's up with Herbert. So I've been hearing a lot of traction recently of Herbert to the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are afraid of getting a bust with Tua because of his health. Oh yeah, I could see that. I think. A lot of it, a lot of it, it, that is true. I've heard a lot of that too. I think some of it might be smokescreen because they don't want to, if they come out and say, oh, we love, we love Tua, we love Tua. Mm-hmm. You know, Chargers, of course, need a quarterback too. So if they, if they tell everyone in the world who they want or who they like, it's more likely that someone jumps them to get who they want. If they say, oh, we love Herbert, then it's less likely that true. someone tries to, you know, go after Tua. Yeah, Clayton's got his ear to the ground, guys. Uh, I think <laughs> we got an ear to the ground. Ear to the ground. I uh, this this is one part of the draft that actually does interest me, and is what 
I really what the Dolphins do for the entirety of the draft because they do have so much draft capital. Uh, but what they do right here, being at the fifth pick, is it does interest me because I would love to see them move up to one and take Burrow. But I also think it would be interesting if they did maybe not take Herbert, but took another position of need and fell back for like Herbert or Love and maybe did some trading around in the middle of the first round for that. One thing I didn't want to say, sorry, Matt, but one thing I didn't want to say, if if Simmons doesn't go at four, I'm actually with Tyler here. As a Dolphins fan, I am not upset at all if Miami takes Simmons at five and gets Herbert or Love at 18. I am totally okay with that. You think he's going to last till 18? Oh, love, you said. not. I could, I'd be okay with love, too. Oh. Herbert Herbert likely won't last mm, to 18, but love, I'm willing to take – I mean, if we can get Simmons, I'm, I'm okay with taking a, a, a chance on love because, I mean, if, if we're taking a chance on Tua based on his injury history, we can take a chance on love who has all the potential in the world, probably just needs some good coaching. So There's I just no would, way the Dolphins aren't going to play their picks. I'd rather get two at five, but I'm just saying if if it works out that the Giants take an OT at four, I'm okay with getting Simmons at five. Or we could still we could still trade back up, but we don't have to wait to 18. We could still trade up and get Herbert at 11 or 10 or something like that too. So did Clayton sway anyone, or are we we taking Tua here? He didn't sway anyone, at least of like Tua over Herbert, but I uh, I definitely could see some uh, some action happening here. Yeah. The trades are the really unpredictable part, particularly Miami. Like, I don't, I don't understand how Miami. There's just no chance in the world that Miami doesn't trade. There's, they have to. I feel like, I feel like they're going to move in to get one of those offensive linemen somewhere. Who knows? Uh, the trades are just going to ruin this for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, p- picks eighteen and twenty-six. I'm not too sure about five is going to be there. I just, I'm. I would have to say Tua if 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 he's there, five yeah. has to be Tua. Well, yeah, uh, on the six, we got the Chargers, where um, we all disagreed with Clayton. He had the flip flop. We had Justin Herbert. We basically already talked about that. So, um, we'll we draft Herbert. The Chargers six. need need a quarterback, and we all agree five and six are both going to be quarterbacks. Just. Which one yeah. I was flipped with everybody else. And I think going from Rivers to Herbert is not a bad transition. I mean, they're kind of the same, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the way they, they throw the football and all that. So, I mean, I think it should be pretty easy sure. for Herbert to go in there. And he's got Keenan Allen, uh, Hunter Henry. So, does so I does think Herbert have 10 kids? No, he doesn't. Uh, he will. He can. Give him That's some right. time. He's LA girls. You never know. <laughs> but, yeah, Panthers, seventh. Here we uh we got we got a lot of different picks. I, I've got Derek Brown going to the Panthers. Ooh, I don't know. I got your Okuda at seven, and Austin and I have Simmons. So That's for it. this pick, it really just depends on what happens above the Panthers. Yeah, because yeah. everybody that we said someone had above. Uh, so it it's all gonna come down to who's gonna fall. The Panthers are gonna take a defensive player guaranteed. And I think that Brown, Simmons, and Okuda are the most likely. It's just going to completely depend on how the draft falls. Yeah, I think it all comes down to the Giants. Scenario for the Panthers because I think they, like, they've had really successful linebackers over the over the past few years, and so um, I, I think they would definitely take uh, Isaiah Simmons if he's not there. Which to me, like I like I said earlier, I think he's not going to make it that far. It'll probably be Derek Brown, but um, the way our board is looking, like I think Simmons, from what we have left, would definitely be the best pick. 
good news is, like I said, this is a dream scenario. They're getting a superstar no matter what, whether they get Simmons or Brown, or even if Akuda were to fall, which I don't think he will. But regardless, they're getting someone they can plug in immediately and give them success. Which they need. Um, and I think it depends on the Giants. So if the Giants do go get Simmons, I'm with Matt and that they'll grab Derek Brown. But if Simmons does fall, I think it's an obvious no-brainer choice right there. Yeah. But I the know. SCS will agree, I guess, on so, uh, Simmons. In eight, uh, so kind of a little bit of a split again. Um, well, yeah, it's I think a two-way split, right? Yes, two, me and Clayton and, uh, agree again. And I have Becton and Austin and Clayton have work. But me and uh, Marino are overruled, seeing as we already drafted Becton on our SCS board. So um, I think uh, this I is... we did, didn't we? We, we, well, could we argue, the same yeah. thing, that they needed a tackle. Yeah, we could so, argue yeah. different exact players, but I, to be honest, not sure any of us are... Other than knowing like a couple like minor things, don't know everything about an offensive lineman. True. Um, so There's no Murray needs protection. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go with Worfs here at eight. Uh, nine was interesting. Uh, everyone and Clayton kind of going played. again. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's not a bad pick. Uh, uh, Jaguars like picking Auburn guys too. But uh, Matt with a wide receiver, that's interesting. Auburn. Yeah. I didn't really think about that. I just, like for, again, don't think Derek Brown. I think he's too good to drop to nine. I think if he's available at nine, he will get, will get taken there. Um, Marino with the CJ Henderson pick act. I, I actually kind of like that. A well, lot of people have been raving about him and, you know, he, Jacksonville yeah, got rid of their corners. Exactly. They have, they have really, that's a big need for them right now is to kind of replace that defensive group there. Uh, and CJ Henderson, from what I've heard is, is really is looking to be good. Florida actually produces a lot of low key, pretty good cornerbacks as well. There's a lot. Definitely. Really I would agree. Really yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, you 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 have a good chance of getting someone good there. Uh, they, Matt picked Jerry Judy for those who are in a uh, you know. Yeah, despite how good he is, wide receiver, I don't yeah. see them going offense. No matter, I know Jerry Judy is amazing, but I think they lost Kalias Campbell, they lost AJ Bouye, they lost Jalen Ramsey. So yeah. they're either going corner. I think makes great sense. I like Marino's pick there. Um, just with how it fell and who's available, and losing Campbell is a big loss. I think Derek Brown, you can also move in right there too. So yeah, I think it has think- to be defense. I think we'll definitely uh, in our podcast group. We'll take Derek Brown. He's still on the board at nine in our our draft, so we'll draft him there at nine. Moving on to ten, it's the Browns. Um, Offensive it's, tackles this could go a couple different ways, but the, I think we're all agreeing again. Probably an offensive lineman. They really need one. Um, my my big thing is I picked Andrew Thomas because if you think about the Browns in the past like 10, 15 years, they really only had one solid, consistent player in that entire time span. And that's Joe Thomas, who was an offensive tackle, was a pro bowl caliber player. And it would make sense for them after all, you know, a couple years to replace Joe Thomas with another Thomas. Yeah, it's actually it's actually tackle. his son. Oh yeah. Totally. It, it, um, yeah, yeah. So I was like <laughs> Yeah, you're kidding, right? <laughs> so pull on my leg, man. <laughs> yeah, I put Worfs. Uh, Austin put Becton, but in this case, two out of yeah. the four pick Thomas, and he is the one available. So that's who we're going to get. Not a bad pick. Well, I mean, yeah. we all agree on the top three offensive linemen being Worfs, Becton, and Thomas. And since we picked the other two earlier, yep, falls to Thomas. Yep. Not a bad pick at all. I mean, and, and just based on what I know real quick, I know he can play both sides, so that's good durability there for a guy that can play both left and right tackle. True. 
All right. Uh, so now my my team here, the Jets. Uh, <laughs> I I hope they pick an offensive tackle, but I have them picking a wide receiver because the Jets are known for picking dumb, flashy picks in the first and second round. No particular reason. This is true. Uh, maybe maybe just because it's in New York and they're like like showing off, but. Uh, so I have Jerry Judy going at 11. I don't think that's, I think he'll be good. Uh, they need wide receivers. They have literally no one now, but uh, offensive tackle is much more needed. I would say their wide receivers are more needed just because they, they, I couldn't tell you who a uh, single receiver is on the Jets. True. They lost, they lost Robbie Anderson. Yep. They have, they have Quincy and Nunua, who uh, oh, usually, yes. usually lasts about four games in the season every year. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's true. It, the Plaxico offensive tackle. Plaxico Burris <laughs> is lucky that he's not shooting himself in the leg again. Uh, but in terms no, I mean, in... of uh, wide receivers, I was just interested on why you guys have Jerry Judy as number one. I think he played against better competition. I think yeah. he was proven time and time again that he was up there with the elites in the conference. I think CD lamb is really good. Like I have him going like only a couple picks after. Um, but I think Judy just kind of represents a more proven commodity. I just against better competition. So Austin, Austin, did you have a, any argument for wills here? So technically he hasn't been taken. Um, no, the wills. I have wills there just because everyone else on my board was taken and jets kind of had a revolving door as Marino, I'm sure will contest. I kind of had a revolving door this off season of tackles and guards. So I see this as just like a safe quote unquote pick for them. Protect Darnold. I do think they need receiver help. I'm not denying that at all. Uh, I just think this is kind of a safe. They could pick whatever tackle is available at this point, but wills was just who I had left so this is i well technically my my pick is already off the board so in this case i guess i could make the decision i don't really know for you would agree that they go tackle though matt i would but Uh, uh, i'll send it i'll send it to you i'll send Um, it to you i uh phone a friend personally uh i think uh I, i think it does make sense. I think it would be smarter for them to pick an offensive tackle. Uh, but I do hear what Marino says, and I feel like so far in all of our picks that we have had the safe um, approach to everything. What's expected, I mean, safe, yeah. Yeah, what's expected and what makes the most sense. And as anyone who has watched the draft knows, that is not how it happens. Uh, normally this role falls to the Browns to pick a what-the-hell-are-you-doing pick. In the first round, but <laughs> or the Raiders, but that's uh, true, true. But uh, and but here we go, right? All three of them lined up right here. Uh, so I do think they go with one of the wide receivers. I kind of think they go Judy on this one. Woo! I mean, uh, all right, no, Judy. <laughs> hey, as I say, well, he, I as... think it works out for. I mean, I think it'll be a plus either way. Just maybe yeah. not the plus they I want them to fill. Yeah. So. As the Jets fan, as the Jets fan, taken or none, if you could have anybody on the board, who would you put there for the Jets? In terms of wide receiver? Oh, just in general, the player. Yeah, what player would you Uh, want the Jets to pick? Out of the the people we have now, probably Andrew Thomas. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, Jerry Judy I picked as well because I think he's probably the best wide receiver of the group. So 
It's in between those yeah, two. Yeah, I see that. Good pick. Yeah, moving on to pick 12, the Las Vegas Raiders are what is projected to be there. Um, oh, if it is, in fact, if it is, in fact, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, we have all picked wide receivers to go. Uh, two of us picking Henry Ruggs. Uh, I've got CeeDee Lamb and... Austin has Jerry Judy, so Jer- Judy's already off the board. Um, Clayton I would then has, go with Lamb. Yeah, Clayton has Rugs, but he also had C.D. Lamb over Rugs, so I don't know if that changes what he'll go with here. But um, like we we've already said about uh, Lamb, I think he is very very close to Judy in terms of potential. Uh, he did some insane things for Oklahoma this year, so that's why I have him there. Yeah, I mean, I would put C.D. Lamb over. I think C.D. Lamb is better than Rugs, so I would like bump that down. But it just kind of looks weird from our like. Do you have any uh, qualms with that? I think I think with wide receivers now, it's going to be the same way as the, our, our offensive tackles, where it's just whoever's left on this kind of who pick is. They're all very. I mean, Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy both play for the same team, and are both like very very good wide receivers. So it's a toss up at this point, kind of thing. All right, so we'll take uh, Rugs there. On to the Niners. Rugs, or we're going Lamb. Uh, I, I said I said Rugs. I, I I submitted Lamb on my draft board. My bad. Um, but yeah, the Niners. Uh, I have C.J. Henderson. I've, he's gotten a lot of traction. Um, Austin with Kinlaw. And me. And then we've got a Fulton from Marino and Clayton with an, another Kinlaw. So. The Niners taking a lot of Gamecocks, so I wouldn't be too surprised by that. True. Yeah, I've heard like they that. like Kinlaw too. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard I've a lot of rumblings they like Kinlaw. Yeah. So I guess we'll take Kinlaw there. Um, huge Gamecock man. Uh, Stay. Uh, oh, go ahead, Matt. My bad. That'd be awesome if they did take Kinlaw. Like, I really do hope it happens because then I could truly like pull for the Niners more than I already do, just because they'd be the whole all Gamecocks team. That'd no, be think- a huge addition to a stacked defense. The only thing I was going to say Wasn't for Dylan Thompson on the Niners or signed with the Niners. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, like a year. One thing I want to say of note is I've heard that the Falcons also like Ken law, but they are uh, mm-hmm. lower than the uh, 49ers. So they could be a team that trades up. If I had to choose a team that would trade down, it would be Jacksonville because they have multiple picks and they might just try to acquire more. No one's expecting them to be any good this year anyway. So I could see Falcons moving up to nine to get Kinlaw from the Niners. Just also shout out to the Niners for losing the Super Bowl and possibly saving thousands of lives. <laughs> that was uh, the dumbest thing I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so since they lost the Super Bowl, they did not have a Super Bowl parade, and the coronavirus did not get spread. And uh, we'll uh, yeah, but the Kansas that. City had the parade, so I I, just, I don't know. But there wasn't any, okay on the on the fourteen. No one the lives box. in Kansas City. <laughs> exactly. The fourteen. Uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> Did someone say Bay. something bad about Kansas City? I will put my foot down. Museums. Number 14. Uh, number 14. We, <laughs> Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle of Alabama. Uh, almost everyone had, except uh, Austin had Austin Jackson. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know who Austin Jackson is. The only reason I had him there is because I had Wills going to the Jets. He likes to so. know. So the name. We, we agree with Wills at 14. Yeah. yeah Wills, Wills yeah. They got to protect Now on to the Broncos. Uh, I think since – so we have wide receivers, um, both Austin and I with Henry Ruggs. Uh, Marino and Clayton both picked uh, receivers that are already off the board. So I think 
we would all agree here that rugs it would yeah. would fit in yeah, Denver. I think that makes the most sense. Yep. Yeah, I like I like that pick a lot actually. You know, they need a big offensive weapon for Locke, and I've heard yep. a lot of rumblings they like him. So good pick. Uh, 16, Atlanta 16. Falcons. Another team Ooh, we split. earlier is really liking uh, Javon Kinlaw. If uh, I guess the 49ers Javon. 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 So Matt Matt and I both had Javon Kinlaw, whereas Austin had C.J. Anderson, cornerback of Florida. Clayton had C.J. Anderson, uh, Henderson, cornerback <laughs> of Florida as well. Nice, Clayton. Uh, so nice. Kind of split. Yeah, I, I had a lot of similarities. I think C.J. Henderson say... is underrated. Like I, I think if the Falcons get him here, it's also their number one team need. I think that'd be a really good pick. I yep. think it's definitely uh, they lost true font to the Lions, so they need and uh true. they're the team that is gonna block Evans <laughs> and Thomas um yep. and all those guys. So they, they, they need help on the corner for sure. I do want to add I, I would love to see Kinlaw end up in with the Falcons. Uh, I don't really want to have to see him wear the what? jerseys of the Falcons. Uh you just because it's a local. I like I like seeing the Carolina see him guys. Wear red and black. No, I li- I like seeing the Carolina guys either go to Baltimore uh, or stay local. Uh, you know, I I hate seeing Debo. I mean, I I'm glad Debo's doing well in San Francisco, but I just feel like you get more opportunities to watch those guys play when they're you know here on the East Coast and, and so you're selfish. Uh, yes, very much. So, so moving on to pick seventeen for the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, the uh, most surprising thing about. <laughs> our picks here was Marino had Isaiah Simmons all the way at 17, <laughs> which is just ludicrous. What do you mean? Defend yourself. What do you mean? I think he's pretty average, obviously. And he's yeah, also a Clemson player. Stupid tater. Um, I think wow. it was mostly just because uh, in, in the draft no, setting he's, he's I had, it was like, um, it was, it was referred players for that position. So it wasn't, it wasn't based on ranking. So like initially in the earlier sections, I just, kind of picked guys who I thought fit best for the teams and none of the teams really needed a linebacker that I saw. So, uh, I, I put him there. I didn't realize that that was such a objectively questionable decision. Yeah. Horrible. Austin also going with Trevon Diggs from Alabama, who Uh, I didn't, I didn't have in the first round. Alabama. I, um, I put him there. It's a position of need. They, Miami took Byron Jones from them, made him the highest paid corner. Uh, Dallas definitely needs secondary help now, so I just thought it was a player, but um, who was a player of need basically. Another father son connection in this draft uh, that is Stefan Diggs' son. Oh, oh of course, you dig, but yeah. two of the Dig-y. four of us with the position of need, uh, Clavon Chase on which. If you say Chase on and Chase Young really fast, they sound very much the same, which I kept getting confused listening to stuff this week about that, especially since they play the same position. But we're going to take Chase on here with our 17th pick. Yep, so then at 18, we got the Dolphins again. Uh, we So Matt and I both have Grant Delpit going here. Austin with Josh Jones, and then Marino with Chase on, who we just had leaving. So uh, Marino, uh, or not Marino, excuse me, Austin, why do you think that they're going to take a tackle, uh, a very high position of need for Miami. Uh, o line continues to be their Achilles' heel every year. Uh, I think that we could get a decent safety still at uh, our twenty-sixth pick. I think Delpit or McKinney can both fall that far. So I just see Miami getting the next biggest position in need there, that being uh, the offensive tackle. And I've heard pretty good Josh things about Josh Jones from the combine. He had a pretty good combine. 
didn't see very many Houston games, so I don't actually know anything about him from a viewpoint. But so I'll I'll counter I'll counter that argument with I think either one of two things are going to happen. I think either the Dolphins are going to trade into that top the top few um, of the offensive tackles, like with your Werfs, um, Wills. Or I think that they will wait and take one later in the first round. I think there's a decent. I've heard there's a decent talent gap in between like those top ones and the lower ones. What I think Miami is going to do with this pick is trade it. Um, in which case, I think Grant Delpit is the best remaining player for whoever may want to trade up. This pick is just so hard to do though. Uh, but I don't see an offensive tackle going this high, even if it's the Dolphins. No, I, I like I said, I I would honestly I would love Delpit. I think Delpit's an amazing player. I watched him, you know, most of the year and saw him in the playoffs. I know he's good. I just I would say that offense attack was a far more important need right now than safety. So I would I would see Miami. I would I wouldn't be opposed to them at all trading up, like you said, to get one of the more elite guys, uh, such as Willis or Thomas or, you know, um Werfs, who would probably be gone by then anyway. But that's just that's just me. Uh, so even though it looks like we're going to agree that Grant Delpit is going here, even if it's not the Dolphins, that's what we have. So then going to 19, we got the Raiders again. And uh, so we've got three people agreeing. Everybody but Austin agrees that Xavier McKinney is going to go here. Uh, yeah. Austin, the lone man out, going with A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Ooh. No, and you, I know what you're thinking. Austin, why'd you do that? Well, if you all remember, <laughs> the Raiders were very, very high on Clemson players last year. Um, they took a. They drafted Clayton. Uh, yeah, they they took <laughs> what they took what four Clemson player. They took what four Clemson. For people that don't understand that joke, yeah, they I say that I uh, that, that that I look uh, Hunter Renfro. We have to uh, we have to put the the grape picture side by side with a picture. Of <laughs> we Clayton. have to give you a bag of grapes to hold. <laughs> yeah, give me a bag of grapes and we'll put them side by side to compare. Well, no, this uh, Clayton's got that. Uh, the the quarantine flow and the quarantine beard going on. He looks like a like a model right now, unless well, he's you. shaved. I did anyway, actually. The, but, the, the Raider the Raider shocked the world. The <laughs> but yeah, well, no, I get I get what you're saying though, Austin. The Raiders shocked the world and took Clell and Farrell at four last year, and no one thought they were going to yeah. do that. They then proceeded uh, to take Hunter Renfro, and they drafted uh, their other corner, their top corner from last year as well. So they just have a history of drafting Clemson players. Terrell's the next best Clemson player, I think, outside of Simmons. So I just went by what they have been doing in the past. Wait, was Renfro only drafted last year? Yeah. Yes. God, he was at that school forever. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we got Xavier McKinney at 19, 20. We've got a bunch of different picks. So I'll start. I went with Fulton um, from LSU, another first-round LSU pick. Feels like this entire team is going in the first round. Um, we have but, three different LSU people yeah, at this point. Their, their interior defensive line was their biggest position of need. I think second most important for them should be a corner. To be honest, again, probably going to get traded. But for the purposes of maybe they hold on to this pick, I think if there's a good cornerback left on the board, which Fulton from LSU is a pretty good one, I think he's the he's the one they take. Um, so being, being the one person who put Auburn on the board, again, is probably a biased pick, but, uh, I felt like, I felt like, uh, the Jaguars needed, uh, a cornerback 
um, which I picked earlier uh, in my in my mock draft. But also, I, I felt like their defensive line could have needed uh, could use help. And I feel like Marlon Davidson uh, is going to be a guy that's going to be a really nice pick for a lot of whoever picks him because Derek Brown was so good at Auburn that any of our other defensive line guys was completely overshadowed. Almost all of our guys on that team were all seniors going into the last year. They've all played for very long. They played against really tough teams. Uh, so they're, they, you know, they're tested really good guys. I think Marlon Davidson is going to be a really nice sleeper pick for any team that picks him up. And again, if the Jaguars end up picking him up at 20, it's going to be very, it's going to be, you know, expected. It's going to, yes. you know, end up being a great one. Well, you at LSU haven't played these same exact teams and aren't just as tested. Yeah, Marino, you're a homer. Um, <laughs> yeah. so well, all I got to say, man, I mean, hey, they played more rule. years. And they've beaten more teams than LSU has. Clayton, make your Okay, anyways, so I got Justin Jefferson. I think that <laughs> the Jaguars, yeah, we have them taking uh, Derek Brown. So I think the, they're going to need a wide receiver. I think Justin Jefferson's a really good wide receiver. Popped off in the, the playoff and, and before that, but especially in the game against Oklahoma. Yeah, how many touchdowns did he have in that game? I think it was like four. I thought it was four or five. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> he had like ten. In the first half, <laughs> uh, so um, is, this, is this up to me? Basically, um, I just want BPA. Uh, Austin or Tyler want to switch their picks? Uh, Not Tyler. I, Tyler. Yeah, I would. Um, just based on what we have, I'd probably go with Matt here. I like taking a corner. No one is. I don't. Th- they yeah. don't have a quarterback. Jacksonville doesn't have a quarterback at all. So I don't think getting a receiver is really worth it, to be honest. Because who's going to be throwing to him? I feel like it would just be a waste. I know the Jefferson's a good Gardner receiver. Minshew. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I, I think, again, with Ramsey, we had them taking Brown earlier. And with Ramsey and uh, Bouye leaving, I think Fulton's probably the best fit to go there. I put Chiasen. He was BPA. And he'd be a good fit opposite of Brown and Josh Allen, who they got last year. But I'm okay with Fulton as well. Yeah, that's, that's fine. So, yeah, I guess we'll go with Fulton there. I also, moving on to the next pick, didn't put Jefferson with the Jaguars because I think he's a really good fit with the Eagles. Um, it looks like Marino also put him there. Uh, most of us went with wide receiver at that position. I don't know if y'all have any thoughts on that. Clayton, I'm the only one that not. wasn't to put a wide receiver. I put Jeff Gladney from – he's a cornerback from TCU. I could just just see them ta- – I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with them taking wide receiver, but I don't know. I, I had Justin Jefferson going one pick before, and then I don't really like any of the other wide receivers that much. So, Fair. I will say they yeah. just to they do need corner help, but they just got Slay from the Lions. So I think honestly, I think Jefferson is probably the I didn't perfect even think fit. About that. They, mm, I think Jefferson. Point. I have Lamb. I have actually have Lamb falling to the Eagles at twenty-one, who I think would be better. But I honestly, I don't see that realistically. I think Jefferson's probably the ideal fit right there. So that's fine. Receiver, we all agree uh, on mostly anyway. Yeah, uh, so I guess we'll go with Jefferson there since Lamb's off of our board. Um, on to the Vikings. Uh, two of us damn. have Gladney. Uh, two have Fulton. Fulton's off of our board, so I guess we'll we'll put Gladney here. Um, on to the Patriots. So I have Austin, Jordan Love here. I have to know. We all picked Jordan Love, quarterback Utah State for New England because they don't really have a quarterback right now. You picked AJ Espin. Espin- Espineza, right? Espineza, yes. So, 
Epinesa, from everything that I've read and kind of what I've seen, he is a he can play everywhere on defense. He, he's an edge, right? But he's kind of a 3-4, 4-3 hybrid linebacker defensive end. He's literally the textbook definition of a Bill Belichick player. Uh, they just lost Kyle Van Noy. Um, they, they lost some key parts on defense that I think they need to fill. And I think Epinesa can kind of play a bunch of different positions that Belichick would like. So I saw them going there. I, I don't feel comfortable still with the whole Brian Hoyer and Jarrett Stidham thing going on with New England, but I don't, I just don't buy into Jordan Love. I have Jordan Love going somewhere. Yeah, I agree with that. But we, we yeah, all, I, I don't think and Belichick's a defensive guy, to be honest. And I don't Bas- think Epinesa is going first round. I think that uh, what I've heard is that his um, combine was pretty terrible and he fell behind a lot of other elite edge rushers. But I, yeah, it depends on what their free agency moves are. They might trade this pick around, but we'll put go ahead and put Jordan Love there. Uh, yeah, the Saints. I was just going to say my little two cents. I don't see the Patriots taking a quarterback uh, in the draft. That's not like a, a big time one. Uh, so, um, or like, like, I don't like a big time first. I don't see him taking a, like a, in the first round pick, maybe like a okay. um, late pick guy that they can you know, maybe use well, they like, might still yeah. get him, but later on in the draft too, you never know. Maybe, maybe yeah, we'll see. That's, that's fair. But, uh, but so, yeah, the so, Saints. So I guess, yeah, we picked Jordan love with that. Cause I guess three, three to one, but then you Austin again, put Jordan love instead for the, I had to check this cause I made this list up and I thought I mixed it up. You put Jordan love for the saints. Whereas we all put Patrick queen linebacker from LSU. So you 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 want to you want to think that the Saints are going to draft a, a quarterback with with Breeze there? Yeah, yeah I, they need to they need to get a contingency plan. They do. So I, I mean, Taysom like Hill, Taysom Hill. Yeah, but I was I was a joke. He he's really not. He's not a quarterback. He's basically a pl- you know he he plays every position. He's just a put him where we need to put him for whatever play call we have designed. Uh, Jordan Love is a quarterback. And Breeze's time is running out, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but it is. Um, he's pretty much done his last extension. Um, they don't have – Bridgewater left Carolina, and so they don't have a contingency plan, and they need one. And I think Jordan Love is the best probably – You think they let maybe him not sit player. for like a year or two? Yeah. yeah of course, they wouldn't start him right yeah. away. Yeah, let, let Breeze groom Good him, point. teach him, do what he needs to do, and then Jordan Love will be their guy when Breeze is gone. That would be a perfect okay. pick, but uh, we'll see if he's on the board. Uh, but yeah. but – Patrick, Patrick Queen, Queen, yeah, the local guy from LSU. I think they end up going yeah, with him there in a sense. position of need. Uh, the Vikings at 25, I had Kenneth Murray, linebacker from Oklahoma. Um, Austin's pick's already off the board. And then uh, Marino and Clayton both had Denzel Mims, Mims. Uh, out of Baylor. They certainly could use a good wide receiver. I'm fine with that pick. I don't know if anyone else wants to comment on it. Didn't watch a whole lot of Baylor. Nope. Uh, Diggs is gone. They need a receiver. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, works. And then the third pick. Third pick. So this is where I, uh, when we talked to Austin earlier about him taking an offensive lineman there, I actually have been taking an offensive lineman here. But to be honest, I'm almost certain that they won't have this pick. They'll probably trade it or something. So I put Isaiah Wilson, but it's uh, I, I feel very, very unconfident about that pick. I find it ironic that Clayton and I basically had Miami taking a safety in an OL and almost the same one, just a different order. Uh, Cause I had Josh Jones going at 18 um, and I've got McKinney going here at 26. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I just agree from what you were saying earlier. They because they don't have him taking an offensive lineman at eighteen. I have one taking one at twenty six. This pick's a complete toss up, but based off what we've um, drafted for Miami so far, it seems like they would probably take an offensive lineman. So it's between uh, Wilson from Georgia and Josh Jones. Uh, honestly, don't really know. Tyler, if if I can, oh never mind, go ahead. And I mean, if yeah, unless you have something, I, I would say since we have Delphit, which I'm okay with, because honestly, either way, I'm happy with how this plays out as a Dolphins fan. Uh, then definitely go OT. I would throw Josh Jones as my who I would rather have than Wilson personally, but I'll see what Tyler has to say. I'm gonna kind of go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna kind of go Wilson. I I think um, they definitely would take the the guy from Georgia in, in an offensive lineman position. So we didn't mention Marino's pick, which was DeAndre Swift. Say, speaking of Georgia, because it was because so, it was it was bad. It was a bad, it was a bad pick. pick. What are you talking about? Bad take. Listen, I mean, they always pick. I mean, every time, I feel like every year, the Dolphins have a brand new running back who just that is also true. Pops up. The Dolphins have thirteen picks. They're not going to knock it out of the park on all of them. And then, and then they're going to trade them away as they always do. They, I mean, they've done that for the past like couple years now. Yeah, exactly. It is a Dolphins pick. So I respect that. I respect. That I just Marino don't agree that Swift yeah. is the first running back. So Clayton, I I think I've figured it out. So <laughs> Marino's trying to get into the mind of the Miami Dolphins. I really and am. While, and while it doesn't make sense for them to take him there, the I Dolphins think we should just, just move do on it. to pick twenty-seven. <laughs> I don't, I don't that mind. All right. Anyways, so like we're going with it's Wilson. It's a bad brand. You don't want to get into. On to twenty-seven with the Seahawks. Everybody but me said that uh, Uter Gross Matos. Uh, from Penn State, I think yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. I mean, I had J.K. Dobbins. That's why you picked Dobbins because Chris Carson has been pretty pretty good. Well, because they haven't had. I, I mean, so they took Penny first uh, in the first round. Was it last year or a couple a couple of years ago? Was it last year, or year before? I think it was year before. And, and he hasn't really panned out. But I think that Dobbins. I think Dobbins is really good. I think this would be a good pick for him. I just don't think running backs going in the first round outside of maybe the Chiefs taking one. Um, and I think uh, Matos, especially with Clowney, is have, is there like a... He's still free agent. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, signed yet. So I, I think whether or not they uh, re-sign him or what, I, I still think they, they take him there. And it looks like Love we, how we, we all had the same idea. Yeah, Goes Tyler, your boys, the yeah, Baltimore yeah. Ravens. Uh, two of us have Kenneth Murray going. Uh, my pick. Zach Bond, an edge defender of Wisconsin. Del Pitt was Austin's. He's already off the board. What would you? What do you think, linebacker? Uh, yeah, you know, um, I think all of these uh, options are are good ones. Uh, I I do think that you know it's going to be a defensive pick in the first round for the Ravens because I think that that is a side of the ball that needs more help than the other side. Uh, that being said, um, I've heard a, I've heard a little bit of rumblings uh, out of out of the Ravens where um, they are trying to establish a unstoppable offense. Uh, of course, that is the goal of every team, I would assume. But uh, it seems that the Ravens are, are the closest to it at this point in time. Um, so I really wouldn't be surprised if we did take a an like an offensive pick if there was a really good wide receiver. Uh, that was, you know, still they kind of dropped down on the board a little bit, but um, uh, yeah. But at the same time, we definitely could use some help. I wouldn't be surprised if an offensive pick. 
they are trying to do a lot of crazy things with that offense. And uh, in the first two drafts that DaCosta has had, he has taken three offensive players in the first round with Hurst, with reigning MVP Lamar Jackson, and with Hollywood Brown last year. Yeah, I think just based off of our draft board, I had Murray going, but if he's available and on this, I'm definitely with the Kenneth Murray pick, uh, particularly a yeah. position of need with the Ravens, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely th- um, am fine with the Kenneth Murray pick. I'm just, I, I would not be surprised if there was, uh, you know, if some things shook out and there was an offensive pick in there somewhere. I think I, the only reason I chose, real quick, the only reason I chose Delpit because I thought he was BPA at the moment. Uh, I like the Murray pick, so I'm fine with us picking him. I think the Ravens did release Richard Jefferson, who'd been their starting safety, so that was another thing I was looking at. But I don't, right. I don't have any qualms with Murray at all. That was just my two cents. But, yeah, the Titans at 29, we were a little bit mixed here at this point. Don't really know many of the players at all. I went with uh, a defensive lineman because I feel like that's what they needed. I went with Gallimore, another Oklahoma guy. Um, Espinessa from Iowa was picked by Marino, who I think is trash. Uh, Gross Matos. From, uh, who, Espinessa or me? Do you think Marino is trash? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Inclusive or. Uh, yeah, since you, uh, Gross Matos is already taken, I'm going to change my pick to Espinosa. I think that he, Ooh, he's, he's trash. Austin, <laughs> Austin, join me. Um, uh, Austin likes Espinosa. Yeah, he did. He yeah, picked him earlier. I do like Espinosa, but I have him. I guess I'd choose him now. I, like I said, I had him going to New England. He's a very New England type player. He's and you know who else is a New England type player? Mike Vrabel. And Mike Vrabel and Belichick think alike. AJ Espinosa mm. to the Titans. All right. all right, 30 to the Packers. We're also split here. Uh, we got two wide receivers. Uh, Matt with uh, Mims, who was already taken off, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Austin with T. Higgins. Interesting pick. Marino with Jonathan Taylor. And then I picked S- F- eh, F- Empanada. Well, I, yeah, I can't yeah. say his name. <laughs> so, I know, why, I, can I ask, why did you choose running back? <laughs> Um, well, I had to think about that offense and (laughs) first of all, a big running back guy. Uh, I couldn't think of a single running back on that team at all. So I figured maybe they need running backs. (laughs) They don't Uh, think they need running backs. I can tell you who the running back is because Aaron Jones is a baller and he was my man for the fantasy football season. Thank you very much. But not in the championship. So by default, do we have to go with T Higgins? Because I don't think he's going to get drafted this high. I don't think he'll get drafted this high. But also, there's no but other also, good I think we have to. I think we have to. I think you've screwed us here, Austin. I don't understand. So we all watched the man. We all watched him play. Okay, we saw what Trevor Lawrence, who is no Aaron Rodgers, we saw what Trevor Lawrence did with T. Higgins. Imagine having T. Higgins with Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be a take that is really going to come back and bite you in the ass in five to ten years. All right, I concede. He's a good player. The Packers right. need receivers. T. Higgins, 30. Right. We're going right. to the Niners. Let's We're also see. split here. All right, let's knock these two out real fast. Tyler, pick. I have an argument oh, for the Chiefs. Shit. For this one, I yeah. have no idea. All right, so the 49ers, Mims and Jones. Have... No, wait, Jones has not been taken off. Nope. Uh, so we have uh, Ruiz from Michigan, Mims who's off the board, Jones, and then uh, Johnson. No idea who Johnson is. I just picked him because he was a cornerback and they needed a corner. 
There's also right. still Gallimore on the board, which I I had picked. No one else did, I guess. I'm just gonna go with uh, Ruiz here. Make it make it just quick and easy. One thing, I, only thing I want to say real quick is they did lose Emmanuel Sanders, and outside of Debo, I don't mm. know any of their receivers. Oh wait, never mind. I'm gonna go with Sam. Or with That's actually because really he's already bad. he's off the board. Oh, he's off the no board. No more receivers. Oh, then I'm still sticking with Ruiz. Yeah. All right. So last pick. The Chiefs, um, I went with Jonathan Taylor for a multitude of reasons. And I think Jonathan Taylor is, A, the most NFL-ready back on in this draft board. I think there's a couple other guys that are talented, but Taylor playing for that Wisconsin team translates probably most to the NFL. I think Not he's, the Chiefs, though. Yeah, no, nah, I just think he's, he's really, really good. I think he's sick. I don't think any other team is going to take a running back in the first round, I think the Chiefs are good enough to where they actually can afford to use that pick there. Um, Austin seems to agree with me on the position, but he's going with Swift. I, I just I, think he fits that offense a little bit better. Just based, I, I can see Swift lining up wide uh, or, of course, being a back as well. I just see Swift being well, a bit I'm, more dynamic. I'm changing my, my pick because I, I picked J.K. Dobbins earlier, and I'm going to move him. J.K. Dobbins is just the best running back in this draft. Like and That's then, what I think. Okay, so we're three different running backs. Uh, Marino has Jalen Johnson. Uh, I don't know if you want to stick with that or if you want. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not important at this point for me. So either Marino's going to stick with his pick, or he's going to go with one of us and give it to Tyler. Who do I have to choose from? Which other guys besides Johnson? Taylor Swift and J.K. Oh. Dobbins. <laughs> uh, you convinced me with Taylor. Nice. Taylor Swift, I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. ha, 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 ha. All right, all right. Well, that's it. We really, uh, we really petered that. out here at the end. I don't it's, know. It's, that was a pretty it's, cool combination of Taylor's. Is anyone gonna pick someone? Oh, he said Taylor. I said, I said Taylor. Hey, my boy Marino. I always knew you were smart. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> no, I would agree. I, 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 I actually. Did you see Marlon Davidson at number 20? And did you see uh, Isaiah Simmons at number 17? Marino's playing the long game. (laughs) I agree with Matt. I think Taylor is the most NFL ready. I just think Swift fits that Chiefs offense. That's fair, actually. Honestly, I could see that. But I'm not changing my pick. Anyways, so that's That's our our third. Another quick... Another quick note, I can see the 49ers defending NFC champions. They already had one first-round pick. I can see them trading back as well. Require some more picks. Yeah, that was our first round. We're going to be putting out some content with uh, all of our four picks and uh, then the podcast group. So, uh, combined, yeah. Yeah, keep an eye out. Look at that. Post your uh, own if you want. Compare to ours. Call us. Let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. We'll, we'll know for certain this uh, this weekend. I think so. we're also going to try and do some kind of competition to see who gets the most picks right and wrong. I think Ooh. that would be fun. And that would be I, fun. I'm, I'm okay with that. The, I get the least amount wrong. I can guarantee it. I think you got the most wrong. the hell out of well, you're, you're, you're going, you're going, going 30, well, 32 wrong. Yeah, we'll need a fifth column. We'll have to do Matt, Austin, Marino, Clayton, and then the SES column. We'll just add our... Uh, Maybe our next phone. week uh, we can next debate on punishments week. for the loser. Well, then Tyler needs to make one if we're doing punishments. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not making one because that's just a guaranteed L. Uh, oh, so, I just can't wait. 
Speaking of guaranteed L's, we're Ooh. gonna get away from this uh, NFL Speaking talk because there, yeah, <laughs> the old Soda City trans. Uh, so, uh, speaking of guaranteed L's, the NFL draft is not the only thing taking over the airwaves this week. There are still other uh, very unique ways that uh, different leagues are making content during this time. Um, if you were around on ESPN uh, at all this last week, they aired a 2K tournament, a horse tournament, um, the Major League baseball is doing a MLB the show tournament um and i don't know how affiliated this is with nascar but there is a online racing thing i don't know if they are just racing the nascar races that are being skipped during the quarantine um on this online format or if there's just like this i know there is a presence of online racing i I interned around a guy that was actually very good at it, uh, So, or I think was pretty good at it. I don't know. So I, I knew this existed, but I I don't know the exact extent that NASCAR is doing it. Um, but uh, this past week in the race that was happening online, one of the racers, and I have absolutely forgot the name of the racer, and I'm looking <laughs> it up right now, uh, Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Uh <laughs> Isn't he, Kyle like, a popular racer, too? Yeah, I, it just... There's a bunch Apparently of Kyle's. Apparently not with Tyler. There's Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Bush. Bush. <laughs> absolutely hate that guy. He is the worst. <laughs> Kyle Bush is the worst. Kyle Bush might be the worst human being in the world. Up wow. Until Kyle Larson took that title. I say, uh, I don't know. There's a guy who literally... Yeah, like, I'll let so you Kyle Larson, during the race, said the N-word. So that is well. Okay, he like straight up dropped it while exactly what happened. Yeah, so he's like driving and asks if people can hear him, and then like nobody responds or someone responds no, and he's just like he just just drops the n word like super casually, and then they're like, "Uh, yeah, everybody can hear you." And then everybody just sits there in awkward silence. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, you know, we're we're streaming this live. Like, we can all hear you. He was yeah, like, oh, oh, my mic's not working. Really so I'm just gonna say the worst thing I can <laughs> possibly say because, oh, my mic's not working. So, ha, huh, it'll be funny only for me. Except it wasn't, and the whole, I guess, everyone now knows about it. Yeah. Just the fact that he said it so casually, like it just rolled off the tongue too easily. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it did. You are a public oh, figure dude. doing a public R. That is not. That is not the first time that word was on the tip. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And it was like it was totally hard R. It was very like not like it was just a total. It was terrible. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's absolutely inexcusable. Um, you know, you could say, "Oh, well, I thought his mic was off." No, I mean that's just dumb. Why are you just going to sit there? Like, how much of a loser do you have to be like, to just sit there and say that word to why yourself? Would you even say, like, there are so many other words you could use. There, there is literally a dictionary full of, of <laughs> thousands. There, there is literally a book of every other word he could have used, and he chose that one. Right. That he one. could have just said yeet, but instead he just decided to uh, ruin his career and yeet himself out of NASCAR. Yeah, so his, he's already been kicked off his team. He's infinitely yep. banned from NASCAR. His, his sponsorships. Yeah, I mean, you you cannot. Out. I mean, and I mean, of course, when you're suspended from NASCAR, you cannot race. But 
even without that, you, you literally cannot do anything without sponsors yeah. or a team. This isn't Talladega Nights where you can just come in with a Cougar and ME painter on your car and hop in a race. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how this works. So, like, this dude is donezo. He is done. And, and he released a, uh, like, an apology video, right? But He did, and he was all like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, like, that's easy to say. Like, that's easy to say now, and it was obviously very easy for you to say the N-word the day before on right. this broadcast. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. dumb. And I mean, and he it, got fired, so. Yeah, and, it and it's like, it, it, it's sad that a career has it in that way uh, in 2020 because, I mean, obviously this guy has worked very hard his entire life and and made his way to the top level of his craft. And it's unfortunate that literally one word is going to ruin all of that for him and the and the rest of his life. But like, how how dumb are you in 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 twenty twenty to say that, or even in twenty ten or two thousand or anything after nineteen seventy? Yeah, it was a very <laughs> weird situation. Yeah, but in other news and sports, we had. Uh, another jersey drop. This time it was the Cleveland Browns. Yes. A new uniform has been released by, again, the Cleveland Browns. I feel like they released a new uniform in five years, at least as much as they can. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like them. I think they're simple, but they, uh, they, they kind of go back to what they, what they're good at. Um, they brought back white on the numbers, which I think is a nice contract against the Brown, even though pretty much the board, everyone else in this group hates it. Seemed like it was not a very well-liked uh, uniform by our Soda City group. I like it. No, I, I, was, I, I'm glad they pulled a Tampa and went back to the classic look. Right. I'm a classic. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that uh, the Browns can make like the best jersey in the league because they're colors. Yeah, they're kind of brown. Like you, okay, you could have like white and orange good jersey yeah, yeah like it's yeah. still it's still the brown orange right. and white like that being i like said, it, man. It, it it is a good jersey that considering i, I, mean, I, I think it's I, I think it's uh different than um i know marino you were very critical of uh i think both the Tampa yes. bay and yes. and falcons jerseys um i mean the falcons jerseys we were all critical for a whole plethora of different reasons, but Tampa Bay jerseys critical of just because there was nothing that really stood out from them. Um, and I, and I do think you have standout in these Browns jerseys uh, with the, with the use of the stripes and things. And I think that the use of the stripes is very well done. Um, but I mean, it, it's hard to get excited about the Browns. Yeah. If, if the Browns want to make a good Jersey, they need to go ahead and take my idea and to rebrand into the Cleveland Grasshoppers, they can make some sick green jerseys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or even if they like, if they took a, a, a like a note out of the Water Boy and were the Mud Dogs, <laughs> I, I, I feel like you, you can keep the same color scheme, but like the yeah. Mud Dogs, like that actually sounds kind of cool. Like I don't they know. kind of already but, are the. So dogs. Like, I'm going to say, they're the Bulldogs, technically, aren't they? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I know it's the Browns, but their mascot's like a Bulldog, and the Dog Pound's like their big thing, right? Yeah, but yeah, it is, it is, and that's all right, but they had to make up that extra thing. It's like Alabama, like, what the hell's a Crimson Tide? So they had to get this True. elephant in there. So they're like, oh, well, we got to get this, like, ferocious dog and call it the Dog Pound, because, like, what's a brown? And then there's, like, Syracuse, who just has an orange as their mascot. <laughs> 
So you never know. Like some teams do it upright and do the best, but other teams just are like, nope, we're going to stick with the orange. And we're not. Yeah, I mean, I definitely ball. agree that it's hard to make the color brown look cool or I guess intimidating or flashy or whatever. Not, no, but I, I don't think that it's as much the problem as like they are called the Browns. Right. No, I'm just saying, like, in the, in the, with the overall jersey, I think they did as well with it as they can, considering their colors. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I think adding the white definitely helps. It makes it look a lot more crisp. Um, even oh, 100%. I agree. It kind of looks more Tootsie Roll. I like the Tootsie Roll kind of brown brown top, white box. It bottom. does look like a Tootsie I, Roll. Think, <laughs> old yeah, ones just yeah, had too totally. much orange. They're the browns, mm-hmm. not the oranges. So, like, I the old ones were just too much away, orange. I don't think anyone's mentioned that they took away the – what was it? Browns or Cleveland along the side of their thigh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. They did gone. a totally opposite direction, of which is smart. I think the biggest thing that it's subtle, and I don't think a lot of people are going to realize this, but uh, the last uniform they had on the brown jerseys, they had like orange stitching instead of just brown stitching. And I think that was probably the most hideous thing on any modern jersey I've ever seen. The orange stitching just looked so bad. So the fact they removed that in general, glad. I think it was just such a weird thing to have a brown jersey with orange stitching everywhere. Uh, they're just simplifying it to to what they need to be, which is the Browns. They have a classic uniform, no logo. Why try to modernize that to be something crazy when you know what you are? You're a classic trash team. So <laughs> might as well be trash. Might as well be original. I don't know. What the fuck. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Anyway, the, the last <laughs> bit of sports news we need to cover this week was about. The Panthers making the Christian, Panthers. McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey the highest paid running back in the league. Reserve. Everybody Ever, right? hating Ever? on. Uh, yes. I mean, it's I guess the highest paid. Now you get the highest paid position, you know, you're going to be it's the one. Probably the ever. ever. I know it's highest current, I assume. Yeah, ever, he is, the, he is the highest paid running back of all time. Wow. I don't have a problem with that. I, I he is so. just more than a running back, is my He opinion. is. He yeah. is, and I think he is far and away the most talented player on that team. Oh, and, for sure. And, and I, I mean, it, it, I was looking at his stats. I mean, what is it? Was last year his third year in the league, second four yes. years a starter? And it feels like he's been around longer than that because he's made such a name for himself already. And, you know, he's he, – and he didn't even play a full season his first year, and he's very close to averaging 1,000 yards a season rushing and – and I think the very I haven't looked I didn't look that intently in the stats, but I've never seen that he was like he had like twenty nine hundred yards through his first three seasons. He has a plethora of touchdowns. I mean, very impressive. Forty touchdowns. There. Yeah, uh, I mean the dude deserves it because he is so much more than a running back. I mean he he he's the Panthers' best receiver and their best rusher. He's their he's their best offensive player. Period. Yeah. Exactly. And sixteen million is uh, like that's a lot for a running back, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's not it's not that much as compared to like other positions. And I mean, they're not paying them thirty five million dollars or something like that. Exactly. I mean, like I do like that they did it early, and like it shows that they have confidence in him. They like him. They want to build the offense around him. Um, you know, I think it's just a good step forward for Rule. You know, it's kind of his first. It's his first extension, basically. I mean, I know it's the GM's job, but it, under his coaching tenure it just shows sure there's conversation between all of them yeah exactly so yeah I, I saw a lot of people criticizing that uh i, I don't have a problem with it at all awesome criticizing it i was criticizing i was criticizing it a little bit only because and i say this 
I think, do I think it was deserved? Yes. I just, I hate paying running backs big money because their career in the NFL is so short and uh, it's, awesome you know, it can end us. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Right. No, my, my team <laughs> prefers to do that. I don't. Um, yeah. uh, but I'm just running back. I mean, you, you look at you. Yeah, like you look at Gurley, right? Two years ago, the Rams made him the highest-paid running back of all time at that point, and now he's on a totally different team that's eating his contract. He's not the same back that he was. I mean, you look at all these guys, 30 is usually the cutoff, right? Uh, I know McCaffrey's still young, so I'm not really worried about age, but just in general, running backs compared to other positions have this short time span that they're elite or very good. And once you get past that point, you either retire or you fall off dramatically or you just go from team to team to team. Um, so I just hate giving them big contracts because typically I think that hurts a team more than anybody. But his contract's not long, right? Is it? How, no, it's four. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a four-year. It wasn't even out. So yeah. He's going to be in contract for six more years. I think it's. I. I I've kind of gone back and forth in my opinion. I, I'm with Austin totally that in today's modern game, paying big running backs is. If you just look at any of the good teams and look at the some of the really bad teams, the teams that are cashing out, throwing all of their money at running backs are just not the good teams. You look at the Giants, have an absolutely elite running back, not a. Good but he's still on his rookie deal. It's yeah, not him still. throwing money at him. But like they're 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 going to be. They're going to be throwing money at him. Ezekiel I just don't Elliott think that, that proves your point though. I, mean, I, I got one to back him up. The Cowboys. The, the Cowboys. Cowboys. The Cowboys are the same. Yeah, mm. it's not the only the example. What I'm no, I mean, I mean, yeah, and, and the the Jets, but the I, teams I just, that yeah. are elite right now have running backs that probably were. I don't know exactly where all of those guys were drafted. Uh, when I'm thinking of the Niners running backs, the uh, Chiefs running backs, but like they're guys that are that. You could look at this draft board and probably take someone in like the fourth or fifth round, and they could be just as talented as some of the guys that have panned out for these teams. Like Alvin Kamara. I think there's like you, you just or, there's no. so many so many guys that can play running back at a very high level. With the Panthers, I think McCaffrey is like y'all said more than a running back. He is able to do things out of the backfield, which is extremely important. That being said. He's the only. I mean, what's another position that the Panthers have that's elite? Like they have so much money expended into McCaffrey, and I just feel like he's going to be on a pretty bad team throughout the entirety of his contract. But what's he going? Whoa, to whoa, whoa! Entirety of the contract. That's. <laughs> but I look mean, how much money they're man. spending on him. At least half of it, or two, or a quarter of it. I mean, yeah, the next two years, the Panthers are going to be bad. Hence, what I've been saying this whole time. But but I mean he's not going to be happy missing the playoffs. So. And there's sixty four yeah, so they're just million pay dollars locked up in that contract that could be spent literally getting so many talented players at other positions that I just True. I don't I don't necessarily again I I've kind of gone back and forth on it. I think he's elite, so you have to pay him. But also like the Panthers are just not in a good position right now. And the Panthers are fine in cap space since they got rid of Cam. But they're going to have to pay a quarterback. They're going to have to pay a new Cam. I mean, not if they draft one. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's, the it's only a way they have to pay a quarterback road. an absurd amount of money is if they get a free agent quarterback. 
Outside yeah, of quarterback, yeah, though, all those other positions of need that you have, right? Or like all the defense, yeah, all the defense. But we're not line. in like a, we're not in a bad cap, bad cap space. Not situation. yet. Ooh. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, it just with that yet, boy. I mean, it they, just completely <laughs> depends on how the Panthers draft, and that's how it. That's how. It's I think, one thing I did want to mention because Matt did bring up Saquon. I think this will reset the market because I guarantee you that someone like Henry, who was just tagged, and Saquon and Alvin Kamara, who are coming up all in contract extensions, are looking at that and going, "Oh yeah, I deserve at least that, if not more." Um, so I'm interested to see like what Saquon I, will get. I don't know if I would pay Kamara sixteen million. Barkley, I. I could see because he's just a freak, but he I don't think he does the same amount of stuff that McCaffrey does. He's going to ask for it. I guarantee you he's going to ask for it. And they're probably going to get it. Teams are overpaying running backs to the to such a high degree right now. That yeah, I agree. Well, definitely I definitely agree. And, I, and that's what I was saying. Half the time, it usually comes back to bite you. Yep. Absolutely. I will say CMC hasn't been injured yet, and he's still young. So uh, there's yeah, a lot of things that still go in the favor. Um, but I'm just I'm just not a fan of paying running backs. Yeah, he's definitely deserving of being the highest paid running back, though, in my opinion. Best running back in the league. Mm. I hear no complaints. I'll take yeah. that as a win. I think we all agree. <laughs> oh wait, wait! I forgot. There is one running back. I thought we were gonna get through this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I was God. like, we might get through it. It might happen. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually thinking about. Definitely put Lamar Jackson number one over McCaffrey for sure. Uh, yeah. I was he actually does, thinking of having the Ravens. Is so much more than McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, maybe one day Lamar Jackson will make more money than Christian McCaffrey. I all of y'all, every single one of you, you sons of bitches. Well, uh, you get to come back next week and enjoy more. Enjoy oh. more. So, so, yeah, so, yeah, just enjoy more because yep, yep, can't even. I saw it go out. So sometimes <laughs> it's death, taxes, and trashing bad the Bad shit, Mike's. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, uh, does that wrap everything? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> oh, real quick, I will be posting the uh, wide receivers poll tomorrow, uh, round one of that. So be on the lookout for that. Ooh. Oh, yeah, and we'll get to our running back poll next week as well. We'll also talk about, I guess, the follow-ups to our draft poll. So get out there and uh, go make your own mock draft. Interact with us. We're dying for some sports content. So dying. I will definitely dying. be for, for that draft. Absolutely. So, we, yeah, we'll be getting ready. Uh, how are they doing that? Have they really announced how they'll be – Everything virtual, or are the team's going to all be in New York? Yeah, oh, they're all virtual. virtual. I just don't know the specifics past that, to be honest. I think Goodell's giving the announcements Ooh. from like his house, from like his, his basement. basement. Yeah, from his basement. So it's just going to be really Do you weird. think he's really looking forward to not getting booed this year? Like, do you think they'll oh, pipe yeah. in the booze? Was it, wasn't like, there, um, wasn't I think there he feeds leaks? off it. Didn't people leak his address so that way people could yes. go outside his house and boo yep. him? Oh, that is awesome. Oh. <laughs> he's still going to get booed. So no, no worries, everybody. Awesome. He'll still get booed. Dude, oh man! I'm hoping there's no like issue with it being virtual, where uh like someone gets hacked, like, puts, in, puts in the pick, and then it, they like realize that it's not the right pick, and because they're not in New York, yes, they can't Mr. like Robot. easily say, "Wait, wait, no, 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 it's wrong pick," 
And then, like, they straight up, like, draft someone they did. No, Didn't that happen like, recently? Like, uh, I've heard there have been the actual Oscars. concerns for hackers. I've heard there is an actual concern about yeah. hacking. That was the Oscars, Marino. Um, Moonlight won Best Picture. Moonlight and with the picture. first pick of the NFL draft, <laughs> the Bengals select. La La Land. Wait, wait a minute. That's not Tom right. Trady. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see? Okay, we're getting on a tangent now. But uh, did you see? <laughs> oh did you God. see that Tom Brady uh, try is trying to trademark uh, both Tampa Brady and uh, Tampa, Tampa Brady, Brady and Tampa no Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady. Oh. And then he said he's oh, never understood God. why why Drew Brees has not tried to trademark Bree, uh, uh, Drew Orleans because he's not a complete because he's not an egotistical <laughs> moron. Not a dumbass. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I'm surprised that no one in New Orleans. Trademark Drew Orleans. I, I mean, that, that was yeah. pretty smart. Drew Brees doesn't have an ego. Did you just like, call Tom Brady much. smart? I, I did. I, I hate doing it, but like, wow. Yeah, it, it was that 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 made a lot of sense. He leaves New England, and now it's all pro for Brady. My mic is not. How about him? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. What Your mic said. is trash. So yeah. uh, we're gonna let uh, Marino retire his microphone, and uh, and we'll be back <laughs> next week with. Uh, more horrible takes and, and awful draft advice and, and everything in between. And uh, we hope you'll come back for it and we'll provide any kind of sports content that we can. See y'all next week.